Welcome back to Footsteps in the Attic, the podcast dedicated to all things strange and all things paranormal. Hope everyone is having an incredible holiday season. And on that note, tonight we're going to do a very special edition of the podcast, a Christmas paranormal Q&A. But I want to send a very special shout out to Steve Fawley over at Havertown Electric Tattoos, who did a phenomenal job doing a mashup for me of Rosemary's Baby meets Jack Torrance. So uh, thank you so much, Steve. I love the way it turned out. All right. So tonight I'm going to read a few questions that I've gotten from listeners along the way and uh, sort of formulate them to a Christmas theme. So without further ado... Uh, The first question is from Bex, and she asks, does paranormal activity spike around Christmas? And, well, the short answer to that is yes. (laughs) Um, There's a lot of activity reported around Christmas time and holidays in general, but especially around Christmas, probably because you have a combination of loved ones who have passed away that want to reach out to family members, as well as negative hauntings, because, um, well, to be honest, the Church of Satan does tend to stir up a lot of activity around Christmas time. So you have sort of a yin and yang happening. You have positive energy and negative energy. So you have a powder keg of paranormal activity around the holiday season. So, I hope that answers your question, Bex. Um, Jay asks, have you known anyone who had a haunting on Christmas? And, well, not personally, but I have friends who are paranormal investigators that have known people who have experienced hauntings around Christmas and the holiday season in general. Uh, one of which was a little boy was given a Ouija board on Christmas. Yes, on Christmas Day. (laughs) And it only took about 10 minutes of messing around with it. And that same night, the boy heard voices and his closet rattled. Um, Long story short, my ghost hunter friends were called in and had to not only remove the board, but the boy needed a cleansing because a demonic energy attached itself to him. So you really have to be careful, of course, anytime with handling a Ouija board, but especially on the holidays, because on one of the holiest days of the year, if you mess around with something, something negative is going to be waiting with bated breath to present itself on such a day Um, primarily to mock the holy symbolism of the day. So just be extra careful with uh, messing around a Ouija board at any time, but especially on holy days. Um, And there was another story in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, of a boy who's... He lived in a 90-year-old house, and his Christmas tree rattled, and all the ornaments flew off and cracked and smashed against the windows. Um, (laughs) In summation, long story short on that one, the whole family ended up moving 
I think it was six months after they experienced this activity at Christmas time, and it turned out that the homeowners were involved in some, well, the former homeowners were involved in some dark ritual. And of course, anytime you do that, that can stain the environment and cause a lot of trouble for any potential future homeowners. Uh, Chase asks, what is my favorite Santa-themed horror movie? There really aren't that many, and um, there weren't many that came to mind, to be honest with you. But one film that did stand out that I think is a little underrated, and of course it's a little cheesy, was Santa's Sleigh, starring Bill Goldberg. I just thought that was kind of funny. It was more of a... uh, I guess I would best equate it to a Krampus-themed movie. So, I would check it out. Um, Zach asks if Scrooge was based on a real person. And I'm guessing uh, that is because there are ghosts in the story. That's why I got this question. And I'm going to say, not as far as I know, Zach. I think uh, Charles Dickens just made the character up completely. However, that did get me thinking, who do you think played the best Scrooge in movies and I'm going to hopefully get your responses by next week but I want to kind of put that poll out there Um, so out of Bill Murray, Alistair Sim, Albert Finney Patrick Stewart and George Scott now there were others like Tim Curry but I'm just kind of putting the top ones that I think played the character so well out there And by the way, my personal answer on that is going to be Alistair Sim. I got to go with the original, but of course there were a couple runners up, but I always have to go with the original most of the time. Anyway, um, Monty, I love this question. Monty slash one or dot one asks, how do you know if an antique is haunted because he wanted to give his wife an old desk? but he didn't want to stir up any potential activity in his home. And I love that question. Um, If you have real concern over something you want to bring into your home, the best thing to do is to cleanse it first if you have holy water or sage. Um, But for the most part, I think you're going to be okay. Um, For those who do bring older objects into the home, and if they carry a vibration, uh, it's primarily uh, a benevolent energy and if you're a little apprehensive about it try to get the research try to get the provenance of the piece see whose home it was in uh, generally what it was used for don't buy any sort of old tools or or things that could have potentially been used in a ritual I will definitely say do not bring those into your home and be leery of any dolls that um potentially could be used because there are a lot of dolls that are used in rituals obviously particularly voodoo but there are others so just be a little careful on that and do your research get as much info as you can and if you have any real questions about it if you have any concerns feel free to contact me and I'll help you out if I um, kind of sense or based on what you described to me, think that there's anything for you to be worried about, then I will, of course, give you my honest opinion and say either do bring it into your home or don't. So there we go. (laughs) Um, Lex asks if 
uh, I tell ghost stories on Christmas, which I like that question because no, I don't. But I know some families did, and it was actually a tradition up until really the 1960s to tell ghost stories in the home. And that is because on December 21st, that is the shortest day of the year when winter gets dark and the veil between the living and the dead is most easily lifted. So people fell into the tradition of telling ghost stories around that entire week. And there was even an Andy Williams Christmas lyric, and I don't remember the name of the song, but in the song he says, there'll be scary ghost stories and tales of glories of Christmases long, long ago. So ghost stories and Christmas are not a foreign thing. (laughs) So ghost stories are not only told on Halloween. Um, Bree asks if there is an angel of death. Now, that's a great question. Um, In the Catholic faith, St. Michael is associated with the angel of death. He is sort of the boatman, for lack of a better term, to bring you to the next realm. And I think it's um, in Islam they have Azrael is the sort of the angel of death. Um, And the reason I lumped this question in with the Christmas question is because there is the ghost of things yet to come in Scrooge, who is often um, depicted or portrayed as a Grim Reaper type character. And even though I don't really believe in a Grim Reaper that would bring you to the other side, there are definitely cases of hauntings where a being that resembles the Grim Reaper is seen and reported. But in my opinion, that is to scare or to harass um, more than being a portrayal of somebody who wants to bring you to the other side. And if you do see a figure that looks like a Grim Reaper, they're probably not taking you to a good place. So just be careful. (laughs) Um, And finally, Brian asks, by the way, great name. Brian asks if I believe in angels. And um, I don't know if you've scrolled through some of my older episodes, but I actually did an entire episode on angels and I 100% believe in angels. And I think most people do to some extent or believe in a guardian or a spirit guide of some sort. But yes, angels to me exist. I think they're around us and I think they guide us um, in our daily lives. And my favorite movie of all time, and those who know me know this well, is It's a Wonderful Life. And I love when Clarence inscribes to George in the book, No man is a failure who has friends. And of course, I'm going to leave you with the immortal line of Zuzu, (laughs) who says, every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. Yeah, that was corny, but I had to do it. For Footsteps in the Attic, this is Brian Hobson. I'll see you next week.